So as you know, right, everything has changed. All markets have crashed. Companies are going bust. Um, and for example, I'm at a gym. Well, I used to be at a gym membership and it was £165 a month, right? Just imagine that no one can work. They're not getting as much money. They've got to save money. It means that gym, the membership can't be 165 anymore. It's got to go down. For example, the iPhone has been selling at a grand. Well, no one's been working and no one's really got much money. So therefore, I think everything is going to drop. Food prices are going to drop. Products are going to drop. Everything has to drop to keep people able to pay because otherwise they're going to be having the prices up there and no one's going to be able to afford it. So essentially everything's risen up, to make the people more rich at the top. Now they're going to have to drop to kind of meet us halfway. Otherwise, the gap is going to be so big that they're, they're going to go bust. What do you reckon about that? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm already seeing a little bit uh, where I'm living, uh, where it's, the, the gas prices are dropping. Uh, you know, it used to be, uh, you know, two fifty, maybe three dollars American dollars uh, per gallon. Now it's down to, I think, a dollar fifty a gallon. So it's it's, it's dropping quite a bit. Uh, we are we we're definitely going to have to see something change with uh, with the way that we buy stuff. I mean, this is you see everybody now is doing things like DoorDash and Grubhub and things where you can deliver whatever you want to your front door. Um, I don't think people are going to stop doing that. You know, I, I think that's going to continue. So stores and, and, and wherever you're selling is going to have to drop just to keep people, keep people buying it. Yeah. Like now, because of what's happening in England, everyone's doing online delivery and these people, most of them never did it before. They didn't understand it, never tried it, no reason for it or against it. It's just that they'd never had a reason to do it. And when they sort of think, okay, I can go on my phone, click, 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 act a basket. And then the guy turns up and puts him on your doorstep. You're going to think, why the fuck would I ever walk around the supermarket for three hours, put it in the car, grab it back from the car? It's a whole right. day out. Why would you ever do that? And yeah, right. supermarkets are going to be affected. And it's like so many people where I live opening up barbers and like car washing services where you've got like five people washing your car for like $10 right, or £10. Eventually, it's going to have to go down to £9 to £8 because everyone else around us is also trying to compete. And they've like got like like the petrol stations. You've all got to match the price or get lower. Eventually, everyone's going to be doing it for like a dollar or for a pound. And things like an iPhone won't be worth fucking 20 quid because everything's just going to be so reduced. And then capitalism just disappears. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that could very well happen. But again, it could happen the other way. Where, all right, well, we're charging this, and then the other company sees, oh, they're getting away with charging that. I'm going to charge that minus a couple cents or a couple, you know, quid or whatever. Uh, you know, so it's it's the way that kind of the gas prices as well, to bring that up again. Um, you know, if, if you have two gas, uh, gas stations right across the street from each other, one is selling for, you know, uh, 250 another one's selling it for 249 you know, if the, if the one company sees, oh, they can get away for selling it for two fifty, I'm going to sell for two fifty. So it, it could go either way. I really hope it does go down though, because a lot of families really needed to do to go down because a lot of people are out of work right now. That's the thing, right? As you probably know, if you change the system to benefit the little man, everything changes because it's built that way. So it's all good wanting like more money and corporations to reduce everything. But the reality is that if we have as much power or equal kind of equal power as the people at the top. It unbalances everything. It changes governments. It changes everything. It's almost like wanting. It's almost like wanting 
you know what I mean? It's just, it's easier said than done. Um, and I think that the only way around it is if each individual person takes responsibility for their own life and just does what they need to survive and forget about having the new iPhone, the new laptop, whatever, just live your own independent life and like help out locally, trade with local people, look after your neighbor, love your family and stuff and forget that this other big world exists because we only need money to buy things that cost money. And if all these other shit out there costs money, you're essentially working to pay for that. So just forget that exists, live local and people will be so much happier just in a small little tribe community like it used to be. Uh, honestly, that would be, uh, that, that would be pretty damn cool. I mean, yeah, we invented money. Like human beings invented money. If we invented something, we can take it away. You know, most of the world's problems revolves around money. So, I mean, if we get rid of that, I mean, sure, we might not be able to, you know, take a, a cruise or something one day. We're not maybe able to take that big vacation or something like that. But uh, we'll definitely live. We'll definitely probably live better, probably live with a lot less stress and worry. So, I mean, you're talking about a utopian society, and to get that, you have to convince a lot of people, the, the people that make the decisions, to make the big decisions, you have to convince all of them to start hating money, which uh, is, is a little difficult to do. So it might be a little pie-in-the-sky dream, but it's a nice dream, and I'd like to live in that world someday. Two questions, right? What happens to drug cartels if money is taken away? Because you can't, like, get them to give you a bag of Coke, and then what are you going to do in return? give them a banana, give them a carrot, clean their <laughs> shoes. Like, what happens when you take money away? Do drug cartels go bust? Like, think about it. What happens? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, uh, what do you do when you have a big uh, drug empire? If you have a big, you know, if, you're, if your job is to sell anything from weed to heroin and you're, you're, you're in the business of making money, what do you do? What do you, if money's all of a sudden not an issue anymore? Do you just give it away? Like, I think there has to be some kind of barter system for that. I don't know what you would trade for heroin. But, what uh, does a drug lord want in return for a bag right. of weed? <laughs> I don't know, man. What happens to the uh, uh, to the sex workers out there? You know, all the, uh, the the prostitutes. What what happens to them? Can you trade pro- prostitutes for heroin? Is that like who the pays, new normal? Who pays the wages of his men outside the front with a gun? Like, who right, does that? Right. Yeah, how loyal is that guy now? <laughs> yeah, you give me your wife for half an hour, I'll watch your back for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it would come to, probably. Literally. There'd um, still be a CD underbelly. <laughs> yeah. Cryptocurrency, right? So mm-hmm. this, this is a fine example of cryptocurrency, right? Imagine that the dollars and the pound or whatever, the usual currencies have gone because of everything just crashing, right? Cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, as the economy has gone down, cryptocurrency kind of, it did drop, it did drop massively. But it's kind of stabilizing and it was starting to go up as the economy was going down. So what does that say? It says that we need the economy for money. But crypto, we can just trade in our own little currency. So that's what happens in like shares. You buy when it's up. So you buy when it's low because somebody's sold and then you buy it and then it goes up and then someone else sells. It's like this. You cash in, I cash out. You cash in, I cash out. And everyone is making money in crypto in their own little way so you know i don't think that there's going to be like one main cryptocurrency in terms of the next online cash but you can see how crypto is functioning like you can see what happens because now we don't rely on the banks and the governments we can literally trade ourselves and still get equivalent to cash 
that's never happened before. You've always no. had like dollar, yang, pounds. Now you've got fucking so many currencies. And then obviously not currencies, but in terms of trading something to make money, it was only normally like pound or dollar or euro. Now it's like Litecoin, Bitcoin, XRP. It is very interesting. Um, and especially when you can trade and take euros around the world and dollars around the world and put it into cash. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting, actually. Like, what happens to that next? Like, what, what you know, where is uh Because that's not going to stay down forever. So what happens after that? You know, I, I've, no, I've never traded anything. I've never been a part of the stock market at all. I didn't invest in Bitcoin when everybody told me to invest in Bitcoin. Uh, so I don't really know. I don't really know much about it. How much would you have bought it for? <laughs> I don't know. I'm uh, <coughs> uh, I'm kind of done when it comes to that stuff. So if somebody told me it was a hundred dollars, I just would have paid a hundred dollars, like if I really thought it was. Uh, if someone, you know, I had no idea what it was worth. So, I, going back, um, I probably would have paid more because that was what three years ago bitcoin turned around and and was like oh this is actually something important now so it, it's kind of like the same uh you know going back to the 80s and investing in apple you know what i mean like how much would you put in you put everything in because you know how huge it is so this is the thing you know, i think bitcoin is essentially usain bolt right usain bolt's the fastest mm-hmm. man on the planet gets all the attention right but then you know that eventually he's gonna have to retire and there's gonna be another young person chasing him and wanting to get his spotlight so never back the usain bolt once you know about him you back him before you know about him you need to back the horses that you can't see behind that you know are going to catch up and they're going to be ahead so rather than backing bitcoin you back you like ethereum and litecoin you look at businesses you look at um leaders you look at companies and ceos there's always the chain of ceo or president and then the vice president or the one below, they're always trying to get that position. Now, it's inevitable that vice president at some point, you know, and the one below will try and get that position or be given that position. So always back the underdog. They always say in races and horse betting and stuff, back the underdog. Don't back the one that's supposed to win because you're doing that based on past statistics, which means he was already won like three times, for example, for those stats to be there. But everyone in front eventually has their peak and then they fall. So back the horse behind who's now got three chances to be at the top as opposed to backing the one who's been at the top three times, knowing that he's probably going to be on his way out. Because think about how many major races, how many like big tournaments footballers play. It's really much a few. Like you're lucky if someone in the boxing career goes to the Olympics once or twice, a hundred big sprinter once or twice because it's every four years. So you hit your peak, you ride it a little bit and you go down, always back the underdog. So Bitcoin, it's not Bitcoin. It's the system of Bitcoin that has brought our attention to crypto. But it's Ethereum and Litecoin that is going to be the one that is cheap enough to buy. And it's going to go up because I've studied these markets for a long time. They always go up and they always go down. So as long as you buy when it's down and you sell when it goes up, you'll always be in that flow. And there's always going to be people who just buy it when it's up rather than when it's down and those and that's how you make your money when you buy it when it's down it has been going up and down like when i heard about litecoin about four years ago it was 40 pounds and then i sold it went up to 700 quid and i said to myself i'm not making that mistake again so i bought litecoin again for 40 pounds when it went down when it's like two two three days before the market hit its very lowest before it bounced up i got in there yeah how much did you make off that I'm holding on to them. 
I think oh, that crypto, crypto is something that it's almost like, you know, back in the day, like Apple and Google and Microsoft. It's a long term yeah. thing. I don't think we've even seen crypto's potential. Governments haven't even regulated it. And just imagine what happens when it's like drugs. If you can't beat the drugs, sell the drugs, you know, legalize yeah. them if you lose control. So crypto, I think that early stages it's not something that you want to be using to trade if you want to make money through crypto go to like the stocks and trade the bit bitcoin for example rather than actually buying the coin whereas if you own the coin hold on to it because you know it's, it's, it's still got its time i don't think bitcoin is gonna really do much as i said that's like the the myspace and then facebook comes and instagram comes right. don't back don't back the myspace you want to back like the tiktok you know what i mean tiktok is right. the Litecoin. Yeah, the, the the whatever's the new thing coming in, you want to back that. I got you. Yeah. So it's almost wanna, like gone. I'm sorry. What at what point do you do you sell? It's like okay, that made a lot of money. Or do you do you wait until it starts dropping down a little bit and then you sell? So first of all, we've got to decide: Am I going to be in it for the long run? In anything in life, okay? Is it for the long run or cash flow? You can't. Okay. You wish you sold, right? So in your mind, you say, is this the long or the short? If it's the long, you forget about it, okay? And then in time, you sort of look, is it likely to go up? Is it likely to go down? Sell some, keep hold of some, it could go up. But what you sold, then buy more. Or if it goes down, then you've not um, sold everything, basically. So you, it's almost like you spend half, you invest half. You spend half, you invest half. Like the roulette, you put your money in, you put aside your profits, you pay your debts, and then the rest is profit. And as long mm. as you play with the extra money, you'll always walk away with the money you walked in. So you'll always work out even. So in terms of crypto, what was the question? At <laughs> <laughs> uh, what point do you sell it? Um, I think that over time, you sell it gradually. You sell one. And it will either stay the same, in which case you've lost nothing. It will go up, in which case you thank yourself for holding on to it. If it goes down, it won't go down massively like a share in, say, Google won't go from like say, 1,000 to 200 unless there's the coronavirus, right? It will always fluctuate. And you can see over time that it's starting to go down. And you sell a few, and then, and then it will start to go up. So you kept some, so therefore you can kind of always fluctuate. And that's pretty much all you can do because it's not guaranteed. It's like you had the casino. You want to make money, but every time you make money, you go back to the casino and then you lose. So it's like you only win by going in once, cashing out, never going back. But you're always going to go back. But then right. so you're never really spending the money. It becomes but it comes the casino that you're going there for, not for the money. So it's like, how do you invest in long term shit if it's going to go up in long term? You can't cash out because it's going to go up. But then does that make sense? So it's a mind issue of just kind of cashing out half holding on enjoying it and investing the rest but really it's all come down to cash flow now this long-term shit it's like you could fucking die tomorrow no one's living in the now it's like well when i retire i'll do this and i'll do that it's like mate that's in 40 years and when you retire you'll be dead because your brain's dead from working for somebody it's like forget long term if you've got money you know do it but apart from that it's all about cash flow it's not about future and Mm. i actually decided last night to hold on to hold on to my crypto Cause yeah. I was going to wait for it to sort of like go up a little bit. And then I realized if I want money, you just get a fucking job. Hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. So what if, if, if I'm just starting out, what should I invest in? I, I think, for example, right, paintings. Okay, paintings. 
um, paintings that are like limited edition paintings that the artist is the value and obviously when the value when the artist dies the value always goes up right and because right. they're not necessarily massive um they're not going to be that expensive but in their community they'll always have a demand amongst their you know peers and fans and stuff so paintings things like you know a two million pound baguette veyron that you put in a storage unit okay again it's not going to be it's not going to be practical to save up two million quid and of course for example people have all these cars in garages what happens in a few years time when they make all cars electric what happens to that hundred grand special edition ferrari in the garage that you can't drive anymore now that's going to be worth fuck all like it's been going up all like going up hundreds of grands every year but as soon as they said say for example in england they're going to ban all diesel and petrol cars in in 20 years everyone who's got their little special edition car which is saving it for that auction it's never going to happen unless you drive it around a racetrack but no one's going to fucking see it so you're not going to spend two million pounds on a car on a racetrack so again a painting that can always go on a wall so i think that paintings it's what adolf hitler did he put all his money in paintings that's true yeah that's a good yeah. point yeah so yeah painting which you know no one's ever found so somewhere there they're buried <laughs> somewhere under under a in a cave there's like a, a four-sided cave he's got like one on each wall yeah. and a picture of himself looking at him <laughs> <laughs> so yeah probably it's best been... not investing cars uh yeah painting. paintings instead of cars gotcha <laughs> yeah that would be, be my next move um so do you think that do you think that it's worth people making their own coin like people sort of just think oh everyone else is making a coin and they buy a coin but it's not as simple as that it's a business model behind it like it's a, it's a code behind it a business model you can't just create your own coin like trump made his coin okay so trump demand you buy the coin because it's trump but what's back in it nothing <laughs> no i i said Coins like that become worthless almost like the next year. Like they're, you know, it's not. They're never going to circulation or anything like that. You know what I mean? They go into circulation, but nobody else. Like you know, you're not going to see people trading around bits of Trump coin in like five years. You know what I mean? Instead of money. Do you think? Do you think that? I think everything's going to become Amazon. So do you think Amazon's going to have their own currency where you just go into? everything's going to be amazon like everything so like you just pay with your amazon currency almost like a gift voucher that's i don't know like a thousand pounds or whatever but you trade in amazon currency so you buy something they pay you in their amazon kind of currency do you reckon you can you see that happening because they own everything they're taking over the world uh maybe eventually i don't think we'd see that in our lifetime i mean it's like um it's like disney disney's buying up pretty much every uh, major, uh, you know, network or whatever, every every major property. Um, eventually, I can see Disney owning everything, but I don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime. Well, so Disney owns a lot of physical stuff outside of. Uh, I mean, I mean, like like properties like um, like Fox and uh, and Marvel and and stuff like that. <clears throat> People are saying that you know that they're just going to continue buying and buying buying. I heard that they're going after Sony. Um, some people say that they already own a part of Sony, uh, you know, eventually they could go after Warner Brothers and uh, all these different cable networks and, you know, uh, into wrestling, into boxing, into, into everything. They could just own a little tiny piece of everything and just become, you know, this big, I mean, they're already a big giant con- conglomerate, but I mean, 
you know, Disney would practically rule the world. Everything would be kind of under that Disney banner. You know. So, I mean? so, so they, they so they bought they bought Fox and Rupert Murdoch. No. Wait, Rupert Murdoch. Wait, what are you Rupert saying? Murdoch owns Fox, Fox News, the right. Fox Network. So you I mean know. that they bought the whole of I, Fox or just the Fox movie side? I think it was the Fox movie side. I thought, I don't know. I might be wrong about that. Now that you're questioning me, now it sounds like I'm wrong. But <laughs> I Well, no, no, they could have bought they could have just bought the movie Fox cuz it's all different like different companies anyway and buy him, but um they didn't buy Fox News for example. I don't think they own Fox News, no. But I mean, like stuff that you know, um, the Fox Network, like The Simpsons. I know that they own The Simpsons. You know what I mean? Like for years, it says The Simpsons was just on Fox, the network. You know. That that comes down to power. It's not money anymore. You've got plenty of money. How much fucking money do you need? What's the difference <laughs> between 900 million and 800 million? It's just right. sitting in the bank. And the interest on that is going to be phenomenal. So there, it comes down to power and greed. Like, I want more. Again, it's like when you get a girlfriend, you want another one because you've you, you got what you want. Our human brain is constantly wanting something else. Like, it's just animal nature. Um, it's just how it is, I've noticed, that we are no different to animals. We find a mate, we move on. Um, an acorn mm. will make a tree and it will grow another fire tree from its acorns. And it's like, well, were you not happy with one, one tree? Why do you need right. another... You know, another five trace it just seems to be the thing. Like you get used to that energy and therefore that energy is now within you rather than outside of you. So now it becomes you. And now it's like, well, what next? And it's just part mm-hmm. of evolution. Like the planets, they're always attracting and orbiting. We're no different. So men always wanting a new girl. That's just natural. Marriage is not natural. Man signing into law that you've got to be with this one person forever when all the other animals are mating millions of times. It's just yeah. not realistic. <laughs> I agree. It's it definitely is a power thing because you take something like Google. Uh, Google is huge. Google, like you know, you're not going to throw Bing into the conversation or any other search en- search engine. It's just going to be Google. So then Google turns around and buys YouTube. So now YouTube is owned by Google. Oh, why? What you know? You didn't have enough money to begin with. No, it's just so. Nobody else can have that little piece. You know what I mean? Like nobody else can have that power. Yeah, it's like, and also it's because you know that you, you know that your competition eventually might catch up. So if you eat your competition, there is right. no competition. <clears throat> That's kind of if it's not about power, it's about who's the biggest threat. Um, you got to take them out before they take you out. So that's understandable. That's business smart. But for example, when you own all your competition and you start just buying more, like I'm going to buy a bloody <laughs> Hilton hotel. And it's like, what does that have to do? What does films have to do with a the hotel? <laughs> then it's like power. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jeff Bezos is, is unstoppable. Like he's so smart. It's not just about power. He's not doing it for the power. He's doing it because if he doesn't do it, somebody else will and he'll lose his empire. But yeah, mm-hmm. which I do think is, is smart for him, but not necessarily smart for everything else because little people just, there's no point even starting up a little shop anymore because Amazon can get it to every household in a click. So it's, yeah. what's the point in ordering this milk when it takes three days to come to me? People want it now. Right. That's true. I mean, you have things like um, like Grubhub and DoorDash and stuff like that, where they'll deliver, uh, you know, uh, like a local restaurant and stuff like that. But I mean, how long? Uh, I, honestly, I could see Amazon doing something like that and putting those guys out of business. So who knows? Literally, 
like they contract their drivers what's the difference between amazon doing just eat like why isn't amazon doing just eat because it's all contract work anyway doesn't even make sense like the people who contract the vans to do the deliveries they could just use the vans for for you know just it like i'm sure he's i'm sure he's got this planned but i don't understand why <laughs> he's not got there eventually like eventually it'll be amazon <clears throat> amazon i don't know not deliveries because they already do that but amazon right. takeaways or something right right yeah they, they get all the contracts every restaurant will work with amazon yeah i'm surprised it's not happening already to be honest with you what do you reckon um what do you reckon happens right when the polls reverse in terms of technology god i don't know that's um gosh that's more of a science question i have no idea (laughs) what shit do you think about them while you're taking the shit (laughs) that's why i bring my phone in with me i don't (laughs) so i don't don't have to think about that kind of stuff uh when the polls reverse gosh i don't know man i mean it it, that could be uh, again i'm not the scientist guy so i don't know like it could anything could happen at that point we could see like a complete outage like completely lose um uh uh, but not necessarily electricity but you know like the way that we view things with like internet stuff like that you know what i mean um other than that i don't know we could we could experience a total blackout i mean i'm not that i'm not the science guy i don't really know i know that people keep on saying that it's not going to happen anytime soon i keep on hearing that's one way to localize everything. No technology to call yeah. Amazon. I have to go to my local shop who didn't open because Amazon didn't, you know, took right. took over. So it's like fuck, I needed him. Where's <laughs> who's got who's got a cow? I need some milk for my cornflakes. <laughs> go around trying to find a cow. Just, we needed that just, guy. Damn it! <laughs> just, can I just uh, squeeze your tip for some milk? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So no, seriously, but what type of stuff do you think about? Like, like. Thoughts um, like just not too. I, I don't. I don't get like super deep into anything. Like I try and stay away from that kind of stuff because I used to get like really into that. Like what happens after we die? What happens? Uh, what, you know. What, what do you think happens oh, after you die? Uh, I go back and forth. Uh, I, I was raised Catholic. I was raised to believe that you know if you're a good person you go up to heaven and everything. You know all that other stuff. Um, now I, I'm. Um, smarter i guess uh not to put anybody down but like um yeah you know i, I just feel like there, there's more to a human <clears throat> being than just you know the flesh and bone part there's there's a consciousness that goes along with that and uh once you know we shuffle loose this mortal coil you know what happens after that um I kind of liken it to a, um, I don't know, like like if you spill, if you have like an aerosol can and you spray that aerosol can on the ground, uh, you see like a line of, uh, like a line, like you see like a a damp line, eventually that evaporates. So I'm thinking maybe something along the lines of you have like a spirit that's kind of out there in the world, but it doesn't stay forever. Eventually it just kind of flutters away, kind of disappears. It kind of goes off into the atmosphere. What you are talking sense. about is a fart in the wind. 
Well, yes, actually, we're off. <laughs> you smell that fart very, very strongly once it's sort of there, once it's happened, right? But eventually, over time, that wind will disperse the fart, like pissing in a pool. You see all the yellow, and then it sort of starts to go translucent, like your spirit there thing. It's there, it's strong, and then eventually, just like the particles get attracted by other spirits and energies out there, and they match the same energies. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to think that there was afterlife <clears throat> and reincarnation. And so I realized that reincarnation is where you come back. Well, in order to have memories, memories are in the brain, which means that if you remember a past life or a future life, whatever, you're essentially at that person because you are that brain, which means that when the body dies, that cannot happen because the memories are in the brain. So therefore, mm-hmm. it has to be frequencies and vibrations of somebody else's thoughts you are picking up or for example that dead person so the spirit when you leave it is made up of thoughts and energy and then when that body dies that energy is still there right like when you spray a can on the floor you see the mist it's still there but can essentially the can isn't there right and event and so anyone else can sort of smell that deodorant anyone else can tune into those thoughts and frequencies but it's not that there's an afterlife or past life it's it's the fact that we are of frequency ourselves, and the person who died before us was a vibration and a frequency. As we evolve, our frequency gets higher, which means we can tune into past frequencies, but not future frequencies, because we're tuning into that person's energy and thoughts that he was made up before he left. So you can tune into that person, which is called, for example, a past life, but it wasn't you were that person in a past life. It's just you're tuning into his thoughts and vibrations, because everything just keeps recycling and churning around everything's all connected um which is why some people have like the feeling of that young boy is my dead my dead husband when she's like 90 years old because when the husband died say five years ago that child was born five years ago so at the same time of when he died that frequency is say 4.9 when that child is born the universe energy gives him 4.9 as well at the same time that person died so it's like this crossover and this old lady's like you know how do you know all this stuff well when he was born he was frequency 4.9 which means you can tune into the person who died at mm-hmm. 4.9 like a walkie-talkie you both go on channel 5 you can communicate but if you switch to channel 6 you can't and when that person's born he's tuning into that person's energy as he gets older his energy increases to say 5 which isn't 4.9 anymore so that phase of knowing this war story or whatever, which only the grandma knew or the old lady knew because it was her husband, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. And often when you get older, you speak to these kids and they're like, remember when you were speaking about those war things with that person? And he doesn't have a clue what he's on about because it was just the energy flowing fl- flowing through him. And if you look at it like that, if there's no afterlife and past life because you kind of debunked what it is, there's no reincarnation, in my opinion. Because reincarnation is the memories of something in the body, and the body died. Right, so there's no memories. Uh, none of your memories are still there, so it's not technically you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, memories are in the brain, and the brain dies. But yeah. our energy is made up of <clears throat> our feelings and thoughts, which was from the body. So now you're left with, like, a vibration. Like, a happy kid is left is, has a high energy. And therefore, that energy is still going to be there when his body dies, but it won't increase anymore. It will just sort of stay there. 
it won't disperse it'll just stay there that's what they say you can feel the presence or the spirit of somebody and then somebody yeah. else comes along <clears throat> at that time where that person died they are now the same frequency because you died at that frequency in terms of the universe and now that person comes along you are that frequency and you sort of just continue so now that energy tracks to that thing it just attracts like it goes together so now that mm. newborn is essentially the same energy as the old born and then you just keep going through life it just everything keeps going but in terms of <clears throat> being in a past life no it's the opposite and this is something i've only worked out i don't think that anyone really have this explanation because i i'd spend a lot a lot of time questioning everything working this shit out i did believe in reincarnation i believed in afterlife ghosts and spirits and i kept questioning my knowledge and i debunked myself to yeah. the point where i can't go back because i haven't got the answers to sort of find loopholes in my theory you know what yeah. i mean no one ever knows it's just no. like if you unless you can prove otherwise you just sort of presume it's what it is until someone comes up like einstein says no relativity is not this and then newton's like actually this you know unless someone <laughs> questions newton it's like well i guess i can't come up with another answer i must you must be right and then yeah. Einstein dies and then it's like well who's going to challenge newton <laughs> Very true, man. So that's my that's my theory. Is you just kind of like you're out there in the world until you're not anymore. Essentially, it's just you're here, then you die. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. Pretty it's much. Life. You're still living this life. Like, why the fuck would you want to go to a restaurant and suddenly think about going to the next week's restaurant? You were at the mm. Chinese. Forget the Indian next week. Enjoy the Chinese. Enjoy you know the what Chinese. I mean? food. It's like you might not. You might not make Indian. So, you know, um, if there is a life, past life, fantastic. Enjoy right now. You know, this is the this life is complicated enough or good enough, I'd say. Just enjoy now. Yeah. It's a good point. Enjoy <clears throat> what you got while you got it. I see you're drinking Diet Coke. What's your thoughts yeah. on Zero, Coke Zero, as opposed to Diet Coke? What's the fucking difference? Um, uh, the taste, pretty much. That's the only thing. Like, um, you know, you, re you read the, the nutrition facts on the side and you see zeros all down and you're like, what the hell's, you know, what the hell's the difference? Uh, if you like the taste of regular Coca-Cola, get Coke Zero and then it'll be, you know, just no calories and all that fun stuff. But um, Diet Coke, I like the taste better. That's literally the only reason I drink Diet Coke instead of Coke Zero. Do you think that um, water is, is a lot healthier than orange juice? I don't know. <laughs> it depends on where you're getting your orange juice from, I guess. Um, uh, an orange, an orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> if you're actually like squeezing it from an orange, then probably the orange juice is uh, is healthier, most likely. Uh, if you're getting it from a, a uh, you know a bottle in a store, then no, I don't think so. That's seventy percent concentrated and full of other shit. Right. <laughs> fascinating right how you put orange squash in a drink and it tastes good right but you put pure orange juice in water and it seems so weak and it's like well it shouldn't be like that because if it's concentrated it's technically stronger but yet you put water with like orange juice and it doesn't taste anything like orange squash which shows you that it's just all the sugar in squash that makes you familiar with that taste because i've tried like pure orange juice in in, in like water it's just not the same you no. might as well just have have orange juice. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the think... sugar that we're craving, man. It's the it's the uh, I don't know whatever that little that little thing in our brain that makes us want sugar. The, the that sweet side. 
That's what we're after. You know um, those flies that get taken over by a parasite and that the parasite takes them to water so the parasite can breed? Have you seen those documentaries? I've, I've, I've heard of that, yeah. I've seen little clips on but, YouTube. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that is incredible, right? How the parasite goes into the fly, the fly goes to the water, and then the parasite breeds in the water. Like, that's fucking amazing. Like, how can a parasite trick a fly into going to the water? Like, what does it have to do? Does it whisper it to it? Does it, like, act, take control of that neuron in its brain to, like, what the fuck? Like, how? Good question. Again, that's another science question that I have no idea how, but um, it's, it's probably some kind of weird... You know, I couldn't tell you how the human circulatory system works either, but I know that it does. You know, I know, uh, I know that it's it's pumping out whatever it needs to pump out. So I'm thinking the same thing with the parasite, man. It's just some kind of weird programming that it just gets in there and, hey, please take me to water. Okay, says Mr. Fly. Let's uh, you know, <laughs> break it down like that. Let's talk about the struggles of children in the education system in the next generation and how fucked. They all will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think I, I think we were all pretty much fucked from the beginning. Like, uh, you know, you're talking about standardized testing and all that other stuff, man. Like, nobody taught, like when I was in school, nobody taught me how to do my taxes. You know, nobody taught me how to save money or how to buy a house or, how to, you know, how do you do anything that I actually need to do in this world? They were just like, no, you have to learn, uh, you know, you have to learn this math that you'll never use ever. You'll have to learn about the United States history. Uh, why? You know, I mean, back then we didn't know that we were going to have Google, but, you know, we do. And uh, any pretty much any answer to any of those questions that they asked me in school, I can look up. But I still don't really know how to do my taxes. I take it to an accountant. You know what I mean? And uh, standardized testing, man. That's the shit that pisses me off. Like, I, you know, um, it's like, here's here's all this crap. You need to learn it. You need to sit down and you need to study and study and study and study so you can take this test. But once you pass this test, we don't care. We don't care anymore. Uh, you know, you, you pass the test. So here, go on to the next grade and study for that test. And then once you're done with that test, you don't have to care about that anymore. By the time you get from, like, fifth grade to eighth grade or whatever beyond you're not going to remember what you had back in back you know back in science class in the fourth grade or whatever so what's the point it's like being wrongly convicted as a as a killer right because you had the same haircut you're in the system you've got to go through the system no matter how long it takes you've got to go through it and it's the same for school you have to go through it because that's just the way it is. Governments and like the system has created come from small tribes where one person was the leader, like an animal pack. There's always a lion that's the head of the pack that gets the food first, right? And then you have other lions trying to take them down. As I said about the Bitcoin thing, you'll always have another coin trying to come up and you say Bolt being taken over by another guy. But eventually there's too many people, right, trying to take the job of the head of the pack that the head of the pack needs more people around him that becomes a government and the police and as more humans evolve you need more government more police so essentially everything's only evolved from a, uh, somebody wanting power of a small tribe right and it's got so big and that system of you do this so i can manage this has it's become so outdated there's so many humans on the planet the system has been the same from we've gone from eight billion humans right from let's just say i don't know 
two billion, say, 50 years ago. But the system is still the same. It's like, like one president runs 300 million people. Right. When the one presidency came into place, like all those years ago, it's put in like two million people. And so, again, you're trying to have one man lead 300 million people. It's just not realistic. And if they all lived in the same place, well, they would everyone would, be, would have killed each other by now. It's only because it's all spread out that you can't see it. It's like if there was a group of lions and all the other lions from all the other kingdoms are in one place, that lion would lose his shit. But because all the other lions in like Africa and England and Mexico, or whatever, are so far away, this little lion illusionally has power amongst his other four lions because there's not enough people there to take them down but when you put it all together government would never work it only works because everyone's spread out um system is outdated like you can't teach taxes in the school because the government and the lawyers and the accountants they're all working together you need to pay for somebody to teach you so that means government wouldn't have any money if we taught them everything it's just the way it is. And again, mm. you're not going to beat the system. You just have to understand the system and find a way that works best for you. It doesn't matter who's in charge. There's no government. There's always going to be shit. If there's no government and police. Everyone's fucked. If there is government and police, we are still fucked, but in different We're ways. We're still fucked. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to understand that, right, I'm a, I'm a lion, okay, amongst loads of other lions. I happen to be smaller than the big lion. In a fight, I would lose. He then takes control and takes charge. That's just the way it is. There's always going to be one bigger lion or bigger animal, and there's always going to be loads of little animals. If you are the one who's bred from a uh, from a mother who didn't mate with a big lion because you because she couldn't wait because she just wanted to be fucked, but she couldn't wait for the big lion to come along because her offspring would be bigger in size, then that's just tough shit. Um, and that's just the way it is you've got to live your life locally and just, just do what you can do locally it's not going to change people will try and change and new, put new next president and um, justices and causes and put getting a law passed and can't have lions in cages and shit again it's always going to be someone else always going to be another problem as soon as you realise that just just fucking make a, make, bake a cake and bring it round to your mate's house Excuse me, would you like this cookie? Oh, that's really lovely, Mrs. Norman. How about I trade you my carrot for your lasagna? Oh, that's lovely. I like a good carrot. <laughs> I bet you do, Mrs. Norman. <laughs> would you like me to peel it for you? Oh, yes, please. Right, bend over. <laughs> so it seems like we're, you know, uh, there's a, a voting system and all that other stuff, but it feels like we're either going... To, we're either fucked or we're either slightly less fucked. Would you agree with that? Yeah, without talking about politics, you can you can no. put that in you can put that equation into everything in life. Yeah. Um, you're fuck if you damned if you do and you're damned if you don't because it's just the way it is. Everything's made up of two, like negative and positive, black and white, sperm and the egg, black and white, um, yin and yang. Everything is made up of two things. It's not just one thing. Um. Yeah dependency independency you either independent and don't need anyone or you're dependent and your brain can't be independent you can't be independent and dependent it's just not the way it is because if you're independent you depend people you are used to people doing it for you or your brain won't use its own abilities um again if you eat too much you wish you hadn't and if you haven't got enough you eat too much um 
it's just this is this balance of life isn't made from one thing it's made from multiple not necessarily dimensions but it's made of so many different aspects it's not just like get a job or don't work for yourself or don't it's a combination of as you go through life work for yourself when you can depend when you can if the paycheck is better do that for now if you're working for yourself and there's a demand for people cutting your grass then do that it's just like it's not just get a job and that's it and then the government won't help you because the job's gone bust it's like it's a flow a constant shuffle like you're in the waves you're surfing the waves you're going up and you're going down bitcoin goes up um you sell it if it goes down you buy it i mean there's no rules to life strip it all back we're just surviving in a system that we're used to but at the end of the day you're on your own you only fucking that's own. a sad truth isn't it that's a sad truth yeah. yeah people wait for government to get shit done and the government is just doing their job the system is what you need and the system's constantly changing so for, forget everything else just be independent grow your local vegetables yeah you might not be able to have your favorite thai thai curry because you need the supermarket to get certain spices but you might have to have spaghetti bolognese because you can grow the carrots you can grow the peppers and you can probably grow some pasta I mean, that's just a sacrifice of independence. And if you come across somebody who's a Filipino, who's got some spices for your Thai curry, trade. Cut a lawn, take some paprika, you know, cut her hair. She can blow you off. Trade services, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. like your child wants to learn Chinese, um, paint the walls. That literally is going to happen where we're not going to pay in currency. It's going to be you do my nails. I will paint your fence so close it's so it's happening right now it literally is happening because as i said if all the petrol stations go down and all the hair barbers start to say i'll cut your hair for say five dollars everyone's going to go four three two one eventually it's going to be a pound and everything's going to be a fucking pound so now it's i'll just give you my dog bed for your dog you know it's going to be like that if you need some milk well i'll just go to the farm and squeeze my cow's teddy and here's some milk want some cream come back in five days when it's matured <laughs> <laughs> if you want some yogurt come back in three months when it's all moldy <laughs> uh i would love to live in a place like that man in a world like that where you don't have to worry about money you can just live you can just trade you can just you know i'm gonna do this for you i'm gonna work for you so i can get this and then uh, that'd, be, that'd be a great place to live i think you know these films like, for example, I don't know if you've watched Ozark on Netflix. I've seen it, yeah. You know Roof, the trailer park? Yeah. Well, to somebody who's got a big house and a big job and a BMW and finance, which they don't actually own, you think, wow, scummy trailer park. But actually, if you imagine when you're younger and you go to like a caravan park, like a resort, it's no different. It's a fucking trailer. Yeah. So therefore, that lifestyle of just being secluded amongst nature in a, in a caravan you, you you one person or two they need a massive house 50 cents said he owns a 15 bed house and he doesn't know the last time he went down to the other part of his house so again thinking of that little trailer park or a little underground bunker as a form of independent survival excites me so much i'd love to live in a little caravan simple mm-hmm. you buy it 20 for 20 grand you've got a house for life yeah. If, if it has a mo- if you can drive it, fantastic. If there's a storm, oh my great, like the animals, you know, fantastic. You don't need a big bloody house full of brick. It only costs that much because of the brick, because mm-hmm. the builder needs to make a profit and the person he bought it from needs to make a profit. So therefore, everyone needs to make a profit. Just get a shitty little caravan, not shitty, just a caravan, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
and just buy some land and live on it. Yeah, exactly. Buy some land and live off it. Got to be smart. You look, Albuquerque, like on, Bra- on Breaking Bad. You know when they go out there in their caravan and they start making meth. Mm-hmm. You look around the sea and the nature, the sun, the mountains, the desert. No one's there. Scary if you suddenly become ill. No doctor nearby. But that must be freeing. Just seeing that nature. I would like to do that one day. I would like to drive out there or um, like I would love to see the Grand Canyon just to see the. Uh, I don't know, just that natural beauty. I, I, I'm, you know, I live in a city. I never really get to see any of that. Like a road trip. You just need to hire a. Like an RV, like even if you don't buy it, just get a second hand one or rent it for like a week and just sort of get hire a driver, you know, to drive. And you can just look out the window, play your poker in the back. And then as you're driving along from L.A. to uh, to Vegas, which I did when I was 18, you just see mm-hmm. just see desert and nature and grass. It just, it's just nothing. It's truly amazing. Yeah. Um, these days, everyone's on their phone, so they're not really looking out. Like, it's right. like, okay, well, I'm going from L.A. to Vegas. I'll just watch Netflix until I get there because Vegas is the trip. No, Vegas isn't the trip. That's the destination. It's over. Right. It's the three days prior of looking out and stopping off at a little waffle house along the way and a mm-hmm. little McDonald's. It's like, oh, my God, this McDonald's does these types of cheeseburger. My McDonald's doesn't. And it's like, honestly, so many McDonald's have different types of foods. It's crazy. I thought they just sell burgers. You go to another one, like a Singapore McDonald's, They've got this like four burgers in one. Like, what the fuck? Interesting. I never see that. Yeah, literally, there's so many different McDonald's that have different food. It's like clothes. You don't sell clothes in a place. You don't sell shorts in a place where you know, for example, Topshop Alaska. You don't sell shorts there because it's cold. But in Topshop LA, you don't sell, for example, joggers. For example, you sell shorts. So each McDonald's is a, is a business and it caters for what people want but yeah you'd be surprised how many mcdonald's sell different food like you think there's just chicken nuggets and you know burgers no you go to another place there's there's so much shit like you'll be surprised mcdonald's do lamb like spag bowl <laughs> oh man what was the question i got lost there for a second <laughs> um like, like life just being independent like buying land and oh, living yeah, in a right what you would call a shitty trailer but actually you can do that trailer up really nice and it's no different to the inside of your brick house apart from it's not made of brick it's it's metal but you don't need they don't need anything else plus you can go anywhere if you get like a little uh like an rv or whatever you know wherever you're living if you're living in a mobile home you know you don't have to stay in one place which is great you know if you're if you're living off the land if you're, you know, if you don't, if you're not tied down to a job, or you don't have like immediate family in the area, or people that you need to be there for to take care of, or that you can't live without, um, you know, you can travel around. You know, you don't have to stay in your hometown or whatever. You can go across country. You can go wherever you want, and you don't have to stay there when you get there either. That's the beauty of it. Um, and you get to see whatever whatever's out there, I man. You get to see it. So it's it's not a bad idea. Just think about how much tax it costs, like council tax. I don't know whether you have that out there, but taxes to own a house. And there's so many tax taxes, tax of this, tax of that, tax of your bin outside, tax of your fucking grass, tax of the bin man. So much nonsense. Right. And before you've even like got the house, you've, you haven't even got enough money to pay for all this shit. It's like mm-hmm. just keep it simple. 20 grand for an RV. You've got that for life. You may have to move on every time the police turn up and be like, hey. Are you sleeping in this on the side of the road? It's like, <laughs> sir, I was actually just having a quick nap, but I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. 
you've been there for like five years, but it's like, I've just had a nap. I've just been a long journey. I've just had a good nap. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, you, well, you have a good day. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so um, do you want to like plug anything uh, before? Um, yeah, I got a few things. Narrows to um, an end, any shit you plug in, podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, I film uh, a bunch of independent wrestling here in America, and uh, I put it up on my YouTube channel. It's tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor. Uh, it's C-O-N-N-O-R. Um, or you can just go to YouTube and type that in. You'll see my logo and stuff. Uh, I've got another podcast that I do with uh, Corey Castle, who I believe was a guest of yours. Um, it's called Rassel Rock. It's all about wrestling. So if you're into wrestling, you're going to be into me. It's so interesting because you look like a wrestler. You look <laughs> like one. Is it uh, that you've adapted to what they look like, or is it that because you look like one, you focused on it and then you became a wrestler? Like which which way is it? Uh, I became a wrestler first, and then I got the look down. <laughs> then I grew the hair out, and I got you know the the shoulders and everything. <laughs> it's the typical Undertaker look, the long like kind of yeah. greasy laid back hair and the stubble. Yeah. But you know like when you you know when you land on your back, do you ever get like back injuries? Uh, not so much because you 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 kind of learn how to you know just tuck your head, keep your shoulders in, don't hit your elbows, that sort of thing. Um, if you're if you're landing on you know, concrete a bunch, then probably, yeah, but the mat is, uh, inside the ring is um, not soft, but it's, you know, it, it, it's got some give to it, so you're not, you I've got, got a question. You know the steel chairs? Mm-hmm. When you get them on the head, does that hurt? Is it made of steel, oh, yeah. or is it made of aluminium? It's made of chair. It's made, you know, it's, it's a, any, anytime you see a steel chair, that's what it is. It's, it's not like a special chair that you use just for wrestling. So it actually is like hitting a you actually get hit on the head like that must cause severe brain damage it has it has in the past um you know and then in places like wwe they uh they outlaw that now you can't hit people on the head anymore see a lot of people getting hit in the back but um after the whole chris benoit thing and and a whole bunch of like you know uh everything came down about concussions and stuff like that hang on what's the chris benoit thing what happened about the Chris Benoit thing? Uh, there was a wrestler named Chris Benoit in the WWE, and um, he, due to uh, multiple um, concussions and uh, mixed that with uh, the steroid use, like his brain was so far gone, uh, he snapped one day, killed his wife and son, and then himself. So that's when everybody started really looking into it. What is WWE doing? You know, how far into it did they go uh, with the... Um, with the actual pain, uh, the actual getting hit in the head and stuff like that. And what do, uh, you know, what do all these things go? Wow. So they, um, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a great series on YouTube right now, uh, put out by vice called dark side of the ring. And they cover that entire thing. It's a, it's a really good series. If you want to watch it. Remember when triple H hit, um, Somebody with a sledgehammer and he broke his back, like that thing rare. It's a sledgehammer, a sledgehammer. No, no. So what's that made from? That's got like a um, kind of like a foam tip. Well, it depends on the sledgehammer, what you're doing with it. If you're just like wheeling back and cracking somebody with it, it has like a foam tip that's just kind of made to look real. But uh, sometimes it's just like, um, it's hard to do because I'm holding a phone. But if you you have like a sledgehammer, you kind of cup the... uh, You'll see Triple H do it a lot. Kind of cup the head of it 
and then he's not really hitting him with the sledgehammer. He's hitting him with the with his hand. So it's there's how about a ladder? How, how about a ladder to the face? Yeah, ladders are the ladders are real. <laughs> so literally, if you don't protect your face, if you don't protect your face and go under, it's gonna fucking kill you, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna bust your face open. Yeah. And how about the um the corner stairs going up when you slam them into that? Is that real? Yeah. Is that metal? A lot of the, lot of the weapons. I mean, it's not like a solid steel, but it's a uh, yeah, it's all it's all like that diamond plating and stuff like that. You know. Uh, if you see it, you'll see them if they if they take them apart every once in a while, they'll pull like the top of it off to hit somebody with. You can see that it's kind of like hollowed out, so it's not like a solid, you know, big giant iron steps or anything like that. And how about the cameras in the table? Well, they hit them on the head. Are the cameras real? The cameras in the table. The cameras in the yes. table. Yes. So, so you know, you know where the um the referees are. They always take the cameras out. So oh, the big monitors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are real. But again, that's like cup this and then try and protect your face and stuff like that. There's also the rule: if you're going to hit somebody in the head with anything, you have to hit them right here. This is the hardest part of your skull. So if you hit them back here, you can damage something. You can damage something. You can damage, damage, damage. This one is the hardest part of your skull. This is where you're going to get hit. And the belts. Are the belts um, metal? What are they made from? Yeah, it's it's like a, um, I don't know the type of metal, but it's, a, yeah, they're, they're pretty solid. They're pretty heavy. Mm, okay, cool. Oh, right. uh, I'm just going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop this and say goodbye, right? So wait there. All right.